I'm David Oakes and this is a special season of Trees A Crowd. This is the second bite-sized episode of our new series, a series that is momentarily deviating from our normal format until I can hug my guests again. Lucky guests. But if you've missed the first episode on our U tree or indeed the short teaser intro to this whole series, then best to head back and listen to those first, although they'll tell you nothing that Bella Hardy isn't going to surmise far better in this 10-second catchy jingle that you'll be singing to all your friends, which is coming to your ears now. Up who the secrets and stories beneath the 56-ish native trees of the British Isles. This week, tree number two. Juniper. The juniper. Juniperus communis. I'm going to start this week in a roundabout way by talking about a juniper that is not native to our shores to highlight the fact that junipers worldwide have manoeuvred themselves into a number of super successful niches in our collective way of life. And I'm not just talking about gin, although I'm sort of just talking about gin. Back when people flew on planes and coughed into their hands rather than their elbow pits, I found myself in America. It was February of 2020, just before the pandemic hit, and I was walking across a high-altitude desert on the outskirts of Bend in Oregon. I was in the company of the naturalist and historian William Bill Tweed and his wonderful wife, Frances. As you may recall, I was there to record an episode for last season's Trees of Crowd all about giant sequoia trees, which, as chance would have it, is also a relative of the juniper, both being members of the Cupressaceae. And you can still find that episode live on our website now at treesacrowd.fm. Anyway... The temperature was crisp, barely above freezing. You could see snow on the peaks to our west and an arid desert terrain stretching out for miles to our east. On a bad day, you could get caught out here in minus 40 degrees centigrade. These were the Oregon Badlands, home to the flamboyant sage-grouse, to black-tailed jackrabbits and to the western juniper, a cousin of our native species. Now, Bill told me... The Oregon Badlands occupy a small part of the most extensive pure juniper woodland on Earth. These are incredibly challenging conditions for trees to take root, and yet one single species has worked out how to survive. Far from barren, this desert is covered with trees, gnarly, dry, thick-barked, and all emitting that heavenly juniperous fragrance. Out in the Oregon Badlands, Native Americans who have occupied these lands for over 14,000 years have used the leaves, the wood smoke and berries of the juniper in infusions, decoctions and poultices for a host of ailments, physical and spiritual, including using the berries as a form of female birth control. Whereas in Europe, we too have used our juniper similarly. Ancient Greeks gave the athletes berries for strength, the Scottish traditionally used juniper smoke to bless properties on Hogmanay, and, as in the Badlands, pregnant women have used the berries in such a way that the juniper earned the cheeky little nickname, the Bastard Killer. Not once to miss a trick to warp the minds of German kiddiewinks. The whole dead baby thing is picked up and run with by the Brothers Grimm in their sweet little tale, The Juniper Tree, which is honestly the most gruesome of their entire canon. Anyway, where modern Oregonians and Europeans collide is in their love of the berries, and in particular, their love of gin. 
You can't walk around Bend without bumping into a distillery or seven. We're all obsessed with it, even in County Wicklow, where I'm currently working. Despite the fact that the Irish climate won't permit juniper to grow larger than a shrub, you will still find a gin distillery a stone's throw from Glendalough. The rich purple berries of the juniper were originally added to alcohol first by the Dutch, or at least by Western Europeans, making a drink called Geneva, supposedly adding the berries to the booze for their health benefits. But it wasn't until William of Orange took the English throne in 1689 that gin really made an impact in Britain, partly because it tastes amazing, and partly because war with France had made brandy prohibitively expensive, gin took hold in Britain in the 18th century in a big way. And by big, I mean in a pretty massive socially destructive manner. For 50 years, gin drinking, particularly in London, was held accountable for extreme drunkenness, moral degradation, and the rise of gin rackets, Legendary artist William Hogarth produced a print called Gin Lane that displayed Londoners participating flagrantly in alcoholism, infanticide, poverty, hunger and depravity. This is illuminated brilliantly by Melvin Bragg and is in our time team in their episode Exploring the Gin Craze. There is a link to this on our website and I highly recommend checking that episode out for more on the gin craze. But ultimately, to counter this social decay, Parliament imposed a number of new laws to counter the demand for gin. The first was in 1729, another in 1736, once again in 1743, another in 1747, and finally a fifth in 1751, which coincided with a particularly poor harvest that could be seen to have had far more effect on halting the creation of grain-based alcohol than any diktat from the benches of Westminster. But in a quirky twist of fate, which amuses me perhaps a little too much, juniper wood burns near smokeless meaning that at times of prohibition and strong legislation, illegal stills would often operate using juniper wood so that they weren't discovered. It's as if the juniper is screaming out for us to consume its berries and to get a little bit pizzled. Despite juniper trees now being farmed on a commercial level for gin production, and indeed places like the Oregon Badlands being full of them, the future of wild junipers on the British Isles doesn't look great. Numbers are declining, Excessive grazing by deer and sheep, rabbits and even voles prevent seedling development. Simultaneously, the total loss of grazing leads to some blocking tree cover from other species which prevents young juniper seedlings taking root. Seedlings which only manage about 20 centimetres every seven years at the very best of times. Most of our ancient junipers have as such been lost to forestry and to agriculture and reassembling a healthy wild population of juniper is going to be tricky. But plant life are trying to do just that and have set up the Juniper Conservation Project. Their aim is to successfully support wild germination from seed and so far, across 10 trial sites, have nurtured a healthy population of around 700 young junipers, many now above waist height and providing cover for the likes of the rare black grouse and our country's smallest birds, the goldcrest and the firecrest, and many now also providing a bounty of berries for the likes of the mistlethrush, fieldfare and the ever-increasingly rare ring oozel. So that's the juniper, a tree I hope to see more of. Otherwise, I will be upping my carbon footprint and flying off to Oregon as soon as international air travel is a thing. Only kidding, I'll just drink more gin. Anyway, next episode, the Scots pine. Finally, a conifer that actually bears a cone. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Up who the secrets and stories beneath the 56-ish native trees of the British. Um, here's a little aside. I don't know if I'll include this on the edit. 
having just mentioned ring oozles the other day, I hadn't seen a ring oozle, I don't think ever, but about, I don't know, about five months, six months ago, I saw a ring oozle and I stalked up to it to have a closer look. And when I got closer, I realised that it wasn't a ring oozle at all. It was just a blackbird with some bird shit on its neck. Um, I was quite disappointed. But then the word player in me realised that the Latin name, so geeky, the Latin name for uh, blackbird is Turdus marula. Um, it's a member of the Turdus genus. And I realised that therefore it was a Turdus marula with extra Turdus. Yeah, that's a really bad joke. Anyway, that's, that really is all about the juniper. Bye.